turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope your Saturday and I hope your weekend is going to be good. I guess the weatherman says it's going to get kind of cold. I don't know about you down in Phoenix, but up here in Payson and in the uh, just below the rim, it was darn cold this morning. Woo! Not as cold as we've seen it this winter, because we've seen some 9 degrees, 12 degrees. And when you walk the dogs outside at 12 degrees in the morning, you better be fully dressed, is all I have to say. Nevertheless, I don't want to leave you that with that branded in your mind. Um, now's the time to give us a call. If you have a car question, the lines are wide open. Gil's our engineer. He's the pilot of the plane. And he's not responsible for anything other than hitting all the marks. I'm responsible for the content. So if you have a complaint about the content, just complain about me, not Gil, because he's the one that just flies the plane. And I'm the one that sits in the back and gets to play. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. Quality Transmission is a good guy. That's why he's on my best car repair shops list. The list has been around since 1988. There's, I'm not playing with you when I tell you. I'm not teasing you when I tell you. This is the best of the best, and here's how you know. The fact of the matter is, is that we have never had a customer complaint go to arbitration at the Better Business Bureau. And I would get, venture a guess that 99% of the complaints were settled between the customer and the business long before any action from the Better Business Bureau. And we use the Better Business Bureau for that reason, because they are a neutral party. So try, or when you talk about transmissions, you're talking about quality transmission. And they've been in the Valley since 1977. They're on McClintock, north of University in Tempe. Bob and Steve are good guys, and they'll drive your car for free and talk to you for free. They won't scan your car or fix your car for free, but they'll certainly do all of the preliminaries with you just to talk with you and drive your car. That's important. That's quality transmission in Tempe. Serves the entire East Valley. When it comes to car repair, it's difficult at best, and and I... Uh, I can't tell you how many emails I field every day. Sometimes it's overwhelming. And if you're going to send me an email, my email address is very simple. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark is with the K. Salem is spelled like the cigarette. S-A-L-E-M. Well, a lot of times... You, you don't want to ask me a question or present a dilemma to me and then turn around and beat me up afterwards, <laughs> especially with, with the software programs and stuff. And 
uh, the ability to block you from my life for the rest of your life, stuff like that. Just the other day, a gentleman called or sent me an email, and he was um, upset um, because they had changed his um, fuel sending unit in his gas tank, and as a result of that, his computer-generated miles per gallon was just way off. And I just simply, and I thought I did it kindly, reminded him that that's a very arbitrary number. And let me just give you an example why. Everything is sensed off the level of the fuel in your tank. And folks, that level changes as you drive. So there's no way that there's a calm ocean of gasoline in your tank 24 hours a day. And especially if you drive like my wife. There's going to be huge Titanic-type waves of fuel. Then you're going to park your car on a sloped driveway at night, and things are going to change, and the computer's doing its best to determine miles driven versus fuel in the tank. But it doesn't get a chance to really see the fuel in the tank because there's no time the car's virtually not moving or the gas isn't sloshing around. In every car I own, the computer-generated fuel economy is between two and three miles per gallon off. Because when I do the math at the end of the day, and I do how much fuel did I just fill up with, and how many miles did I drive, because I reset my trip one and two every time, it always comes up different. And the reason it's different is because the computer can't possibly generate correct numbers when the sea of gasoline in your tank isn't just like a you know a Sunday morning at Sorrel Lake where before anybody gets there the glasses the 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 uh, water level is like ice like glass, so it's it's something to give you an idea, and I think you'll all agree that the possibility is is that your city miles per gallon is going to be quite different than your highway mile per gallon, but it also depends on when you reset last. Now if you reset once a week, there'll be changes on your fuel economy numbers somewhat rapidly but there's times that I won't reset my fuel economy numbers for a month and if I coming down from Payson from the ranch down south to work then I'm downhill almost all the way and I don't see my fuel economy number grow by two or three miles per gallon like I would expect it would but if I reset at the top and come down it does so it has to do with how often you reset I drove a lady's car the other day that had 33,000 miles on it, and it was clear to me it hadn't been reset in 33,000 miles because I was decarbonizing her motor. And so I was running it kind of hard, and I had some high RPMs, and it never changed the fuel economy numbers at all. And so that told me that she hadn't changed it in a very long time. So the snapshot that the computer's using, it might be days and weeks and months before it makes a change on the numbers, whereas if you reset, it's more rapid, if that makes sense. Carmen, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning, Carmen? Hi. I have a, um, a Kia Sedona 2008. It has about 150, just under 158,000 miles. I bought it, used it, ran wonderfully, et cetera, et cetera. I have changed the brakes around, et cetera. I'm having what I think is a transmission problem now. Um, I put a little code reader on it. It said uh, 00P78, um, I believe it was, something of like that, which I guess denotes a transmission problem. I've talked okay. to a couple of different shops and a couple of people at work, and they have a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. And 
right now, I just want to know if it's if it's worth me to to do the transmission because the car is still in really good uh, condition. It's never had a transmission problem before, or it's never been worked on. Okay, so, but you're 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 unfairly jumping to conclusions here. It's mm-hmm. um the code doesn't the code just tells you what state the problem is in. Okay, I'm going to tell you that your problem's in Wyoming. So now, what do all your friends okay. say? Now, what do all those technicians say? The fact of the matter is, is that your transmission operates based on inputs. The transmission has to know where your throttle's at. It has to know where engine vacuum is at. It has to know where your speed sensor's at. It has to know what gear you're asking it to go into. It has to know all that. And if the tra- let's pretend like the transmission lost sight of your throttle, okay? So there's no longer an input to the transmission for your throttle. Transmission is never going to shift. Never. Because it thinks you're idling. Yeah. So my advice to you is let's talk about two different things. Uh-huh. You should take it to a transmission and have them drive it. They're going to drive it and talk to you for free. Then they're going to say, we're going to have to scan this and we're going to have to track the code. What they're saying is, is I know the problem's in Wyoming, but I have to find the city, the street, the house number, the okay. zip code. I have to find that. So they're going to go in and look for that. They may have, a, if it's got an internal pressure problem, that could be something that's fixed on the outside of the transmission. If it's losing the input, that's something definitely going to be fixed on the outside of the transmission. So it is possible that that code is indicating a complete pressure failure or a complete hydraulic failure inside the transmission. If that's the case, your transmission is going to run probably somewhere between three and $4,000. Yeah. The question then is, is is it worth it to fix it? Now, I want to tell you that the three big dollar figures in every car is transmission, engine, and air conditioning system, big failure in the AC system. The transmission is the middle guy. The AC is cheaper. The transmission's in the middle. The engine's the most expensive. You probably paid this car off. It probably doesn't owe you a dime. And the car's worth $300 a month to drive the car. So if I assumed all the maintenance on your car, would you pay me $300 a month to drive the car? Because you can't rent a car for $300 a week, and I'm going to rent you your car for $300 a month. Would you take that deal? Probably. Probably so, because I would cover all the maintenance. The fact of the matter is you're never going to spend $3,600 a month or a year for maintenance. So in reality, at $300 a month, you're probably going to pay for that transmission in in a year's worth of use on that car. So 12 months after you buy the transmission, if you have to buy the transmission, 12 months after that, that car doesn't owe you anything, and you just got your $3,600 back in use of the car. So the question then becomes is, does a car use any oil, Carmen? No, it runs fine. Okay, passes emissions every year, Yeah. right? Okay, and it's got relatively new tires. You said you've done brakes on it. Yeah, You've not right. had any major engine problems with it. Have you done anything to the air conditioning over a thousand dollars? No, I've never had a problem with the car other than redoing, you know, having the brakes done and having the, okay. ma- the maintenance done with the oil changes, the air filters, and etc. Okay, and you've already done the hoses and belts, right? Because that's going to be a big bill. That's something that should have been done at the hundred to hundred and twenty-five thousand mark. That was the next thing that I had in mind to do because it was recommended when I had the brakes done. Okay, um, I get I get nervous at eight years and eighty thousand miles 
Um, that's the that's the standard I, I hold my family cars to, my mother's car, my wife's car, my mother-in-law's car, all that stuff. I, I usually try to get them in either at eight years or 80,000 miles. Let's do the hoses and belts. And, okay. and of course, you're, you're, you're a little bit past that, and that's okay. The, uh-huh. But the idea is is that that's something that you should budget for. But let's just take one thing at a time. What part of town do you live in? I live in Surprise, but I drive all the way to Anthem. I drive a okay. lot. Um, and, and, you know, that's why I really, I, I'm kind of at an impasse as to what, to, I would like to keep the vehicle, of course, because okay. it's cheaper than buying a new vehicle all the way around, so... Well, um, I can fix the transmission in your car, Carmen. I can fix the transmission in your car for the sales tax of a new car. So if uh, you yeah. buy a new car, I can put the transmission in your car for the sales tax. Yeah. So um, I, I think if if I would suggest there's a couple of good shops on the west side. There's um, Automatic Transmission Exchange down at 40th Street in Washington. And out on the west side, there's Adolph's Transmission, northwest side. And then um, there's a, there's quality transmission on the east side, but there's some good transmission shops. If you want to find the ones that I recommend, go to MarkSalem.com. But whatever you do, you look them in the eye, you get two opinions, especially if it's going to be the big bill. You get two opinions, uh-huh. and and then you just decide what you're going to do. The, there's two ways to build, rebuild your transmission. We can re, just replace the parts that are broken and leave all those other well-worn parts in there. Or we can go in and replace all the wear parts, all the clutches and all the discs and all the sprags and all the, the pump um, diaphragms, all that stuff, the stuff that wears out. There's going to be about a $300 difference between transmission shop A and transmission shop B. And as long as transmission shop B is going to replace all the wear components, that three or $400 is worth it. Okay? Yes. Um, they, they recommended a transmission flush, and then somebody said, no, that's the last thing you want to do. Okay, that's a good question, and we're going to hold it till the break. I have to take a real quick break, and when I come back, we're going to put you on hold and bring you back up here, but I will address this old-fashioned idea that you don't put new fluid in a transmission that's acting up. Okay, so when we come back, we'll address that. 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. This is January 30th, 2016. We'll be right back right after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Ever wonder how some air conditioning companies can offer deals that sound too good to be true? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to debunk those ultra-sweet deals. You may have heard of the bait-and-switch technique, but did you know that companies offering tune-ups or service calls for less money than the cost of a large pizza are likely to be hiding the real cost in the pricing of every repair item? What's more, they usually pay their technicians on a commission-only basis, which means the technician might be tempted to sell you things that you don't need. At Benefit, we don't hide the cost of our service calls and our pricing, and our techs are not paid on a commission basis. 
Our flat rate pricing is simple, fair, and upfront. We offer discounts for multiple repairs, too, and we back all of our repairs with a full two-year parts and labor warranty. You don't need the shuck-and-jive sales tactics of companies offering you what you know is too good to be true. You need a fair, honest company that you can trust. Call Benefit today at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229, or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. We've got Carmen on the line, and that means we have four lines open at 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Carmen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your last question real quick, and then I'm going to tell you about Kurt's Auto Repair up in North Phoenix. Carmen, in the 70s and before that, there were times that the transmission fluid would turn very molasses-like, real thick, dirty, ugly, all kinds of solid materials in it. Mm-hmm. And people would put new transmission fluid in, and they would you know, drain out two quarts or change the oil in the filter and then put three quarts back in it, which is what you're supposed to do. And it would break loose. The new transmission would break loose all this old stuff. Correct. And as a result of that, it would clog the arteries and kill the transmission. Correct, yeah. That hasn't happened since the 70s, and certainly hasn't happened since 2000. The well, idea I think that the trans- oil and stuff, it's, it's a lot better than it has been in the past. The new technology, the oil and the synthetics and all. Okay. Well, it has a lot to do with the oil, the value and the, the quality of the oil today, but it has more to do with the other transmissions. Uh-huh. The, the transmissions of the 70s don't appear today. We have new electronic transmissions. Yeah. We have filters that are better. We have lots of stuff. So to answer your question, you can change the fluid if you want, Carmen, but it's not going to do any good. So uh-huh. And it's not going to do any bad either, okay? Yes. I don't want to waste the money. I'd rather put it towards, you know, getting the, the real work done. You know? Okay. Well, I mean, you've, you, like I said, you've got automatic transmission exchange. You've got quality on the east side. You've got Adolph's on the northwest side. Um, on your way to Anthem, you're going to pass a shop near Deer Valley in the 17, and it's called A&S. Now, he is not on my list. Sure. He does mostly wholesale work. Okay. But he's very, very good. And you might talk Alger into letting you leave your car there and having him check it out. Um, Alger's a small shop, so he's not capable of doing the one or two or three day turnaround. 
He's just not capable of doing that. But he is a guy that I've known for 20 or 30 years. He's not on my list of best car repair shops because he's a wholesale shop. But he is near where you're at. So you might try him. Okay? Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You bet, Carmen. You betcha. 602-508-0960. Gil's the engineer. He's the one that's answering the phone. So if you'd like to ask a car question or if you have a dilemma, then give me a call. Kurt's Auto Repair is on our list of best car repair shops because they deserve to be, because Kurt is a good guy. Kurt knows right from wrong. Kurt's good with the technology as far as car repair is concerned. And Kurt has a great family, and the family is deeply involved in the business. And if you're a new customer of Kurt's, then Mrs. Kurt will bring homemade baked goods to your house sometime in the following week or so. So Kurtz is an old-fashioned type gas station. Close your eyes and think of 1960s, 19, well, 50s and 60s and 70s. That's the kind of mentality that Kurtz has. Kurtz is on I-17 and Bell, northeast corner, been around a very long time, and is a very, very good shop. When it comes to, uh, and ladies, I'm speaking to the ladies now. There's a lot of times that your husband tells you to go to the car repair shop and tell them what to do. So a lady comes into the shop and she tells us to tune the car up and to align the car. And so we do just exactly as we're told. We align the car and we tune it up. So a couple days later, husband comes in, the back of his Levi's are on fire, and he's really mad. And he just happens to appear at the shop when I'm there. And so I say, what's the problem? And he says, you didn't fix it. And so I said, well, give me a minute. Let me pull the work order up. And I pulled the work order up, and I said, we weren't charged with fixing anything. We were told what to do. Your wife was standing here, and she talked to Rob. And she told us to tune the car up, and she told us to align the car. So that's exactly what we did. And he said, well, you didn't fix anything. And, and I, I said to him, you better you know, focus right here, buddy. We didn't fix anything because we weren't told to fix anything, and we weren't told that anything was wrong. We were told to do something. When we do oil changes, people say, do an oil change. We're not fixing anything. When people say, rotate tires, we're not fixing anything. Why don't you start at the beginning? What were we supposed to fix? He says, you're supposed to fix a vibration, and you're supposed to fix a problem um, with the car surging. And I said, well, why didn't you tell us that? And he says, I, I thought I did. And I says, no, you told your wife. And you diagnosed it yourself. I says, come on, I'll go ride with you. So we get in the car and we drive. And we're driving down the road. And he goes, you feel that? You feel that? And I said, yeah. I said, is that what you want me to fix? And he goes, yeah. And I says, here, I'll fix it right now. And I turned off his air conditioning. I said, is it gone? And he goes, yeah, but I'm not going to drive around without air. And I said, well, the air conditioning compressor is cycling on and off, which is causing the surging problem because you're low on refrigerant. And so by turning off the air conditioning, I've just proved to you that I know what the heck I'm talking about. So the fact of the matter is, is you had us tune up the car because you thought that would fix the surge, and in reality, you're low on freon. So let's strike one. What's the second one? He says, you feel the vibration? I said, yeah. He said, you were supposed to fix that. And I said, well, the vibration's in the back of the car. Don't you feel it in the, in the seat of your pants? And he goes, yeah. And I said, what's in the back of the car? Why would you have me working on the front of the car? So you diagnosed it as a vibration and, and an alignment's going to fix it. I said, take me back home. I said, I'll find out what's wrong with your vibration. So I lift the car up on the rack. I go get him, bring him out into the, the lobby, and I say, see that back tire? It's got an egg on it. He said, well, why didn't you fix that? 
And I said, well, we were working on the front of the car. <laughs> and, and we didn't we didn't know what we were doing. We just were told to align it. So we're going to put it at the front end in alignment. That's it. So I said, I'm going to put your spare on and fix your vibration. I already told you what you needed with your free on. He says, well, I want my money back. And that's when it got ugly. And I said to him, I'm not giving you your money back because you want me to pay for your bad diagnosis. So ultimately, I put uh, the spare on. He went on about his way. And that was the end of it. And I put a notation in his file that if if his wife ever comes in and she tells you what to do, then to call the husband and find out why we're doing what we're doing. And that's what communication is all about. But more important, ladies, is don't let your husband tell you how to fix get the car fixed because half the time he's wrong. And half the time you're going to spend a lot of money for nothing. It would have been so much easier if the husband would have said, let me show you what to show them. And we would have sent his technician out to, to drive the car with the lady. And she would have said, see that? It goes, feel that? Can you hear that? See, hear how the motor changes pitches? See how the motor goes faster and slower? Fix that. And then you feel that vibration? And then the technician would have looked at the steering wheel, and the steering wheel is not vibrating. He knows that it's already in the seat of his pants because he's sitting in the passenger seat. We know it's in the back of the car. We know where to look. That's kind of what it's all about. So to, to save the ladies, I'm offering this suggestion to you, and that is, is make absolutely sure your husband tells you why you're taking the understand. We understand that he's not going to know what that is. But the check engine light is important for you to understand this. A O2 sensor light, which is a very common light, the oxygen sensor light, can be caused by as many as a hundred different things, including simple things like a plug fuel filter. It can be caused by a bad fuel pressure regulator. It can be caused by a bad fuel pump. A bad O2 sensor can be caused by a huge vacuum leak. So there's lots of things that need to be looked at before we change the oxygen sensor. And frankly, at my shop, our statistics show that 25% of the time when we have an oxygen sensor code, do we actually change the oxygen sensor. So if you go to that three-whiskered kid and he tells you that you need to buy an oxygen sensor at the auto parts store, you only have a 25% chance of fixing it. All righty, 602-508-0960. That's the phone number. All lines are wide open and Gil is snoring in the background. So if you'd like to call us, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. This is KKNT. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria. And at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is Dan Marley, head coach of Grand Canyon University, inviting you to join the voice of the Lopes, Michael Potter, for an exciting season of antelope basketball. That's right, Dan. GCU is ranked number 10 in mid-major pools and back in the friendly confines of GCU Arena to host Seattle University tonight. The Lopes are atop the wax standings and garnered a vote in this week's prestigious AP Top 25. The tip's at 7. Join me and the coach, Dan Nichols, for the pregame show at 645. The Lopes and the Red Hawks tonight on our sister station, Family Values Radio 1010. You won't want to miss a moment of the action. Lopes up. Is your driveway, pool, deck, patio, or sidewalk old and cracked? Save money and don't tear it out. Cover it with Enviro Rubber Paving. Poured in place and proven over 15 years to provide a cooler, strong, durable, and safe surface for parking, walking, playing, and even running. Enviro Rubber Paving can solve your broken concrete and asphalt problems in just one day. Call 1-800-919-5945 or visit EnviroPaving.com. That's 1-800-919-5945 or click EnviroPaving.com. Franchise is now available in the Phoenix. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. Let's see what time it is. 31 minutes after the hour. <laughs> Gil's sweating bullets because he's going, Mark, I'll strike a time again. But I didn't. 10.34 and 20 seconds right into the show. You're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. Automatic Transmission Exchange is on our list of the best car repair shops because they've been in business since 1968. Because they can work on transmissions of all kinds, from sand rails to pickup trucks to diesels to RVs to old cars and antique cars because Phil was just a kid during those periods. And he's just as smart today as he was back then 
but he really has a handle on the newer electronic cars as well as the old cars from the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. Automatic Transmission Exchange is located at 40th Street in Washington. They're open on Saturdays from 8 to 2, so you can stop by anytime you want. They'll talk to you and drive your car for free. That's Automatic Transmission Exchange. Well, let's go to the phones. Tom, good morning. How can I help you this morning? Good morning. I've got a uh, 99 uh, Windstar with uh, 75,000 miles on it. And the uh, lean codes are coming up. We've replaced the uh, intake manifold gaskets and the O-rings around all the injectors. And there doesn't seem to be a vacuum leak anywhere because we sprayed that down and everything well. And they're just having a hard time finding that issue. Can you think of something else it might be? I can think of a hundred other things. Oh. Um, here's here's what we do. I'll just give you an example. I want you to know that the the O2 sensor is one is lean and ten is 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 rich. Okay, mm-hmm. those numbers kind of mimic the entire operation of the computer. So, with with one or two exceptions, which I'm not going to go into right now, but one or two exceptions, low numbers are lean and high numbers are rich. Your O2 sensor is a battery, so it provides 0.1 volt to 0.9 volts. So it's a one volt battery. So I'm going to use one to ten, if it's okay with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to plug in the scanner, and I'm going to get your car good and warm, and I'm going to be watching the O2 sensor. The first thing that I need to do is, is I need to make sure that the O2 sensor can see lean and rich. I have to make sure that it can see the range. Okay. So by doing a lean, I'm going to disconnect the vacuum line off the brake booster, and I'm going to give that engine a big vacuum leak. Okay. And I better see that O2 sensor go to 1.1. 1. 1. Then right. I'm going to plug it back in, and then I'm going to take my hand, my gloved hand, and put it. I'm going to take the, the rubber hose off the front of the air intake, and I'm going to cover 75% of the air that's going into the engine, and I'm mm-hmm. going to make it run rich. Or I'm going to pull the fuel pressure regulator vacuum um, valve off, vacuum line off the fuel pressure regulator, or I'm just going to spray a whole bunch of carb clean inside the throttle. Okay. Uh, one of the other Hi. things that one of the other symptoms that comes up is in the morning after it's been a cool because it sits outside and cool and after I drive a mile or if I stop for you know within the first five minutes or so if I stop for a couple minutes at a stoplight or something it you know the engine stumbles and stop and stalls okay. it's sitting at sitting at idle okay well you, you don't fix it you're not going to fix it by guessing by golly. And you're not going to fix it, you know, by by getting on the internet. The only way you're going to fix it is to use scientific ways to fix it. Okay. Now, the, the the one clue you gave me right now may suggest that the uh, EGR valve is dirty or bad, or the passageways are contaminated, because the EGR valve, if the valve stays open because of carbon and because it's old or because the diaphragm's bad. Mm-hmm. But if the EGR valve stays open, it creates a and and at, if it's open above idle, no harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. So above idle, above idle, the EGR valve's supposed to be open. So okay. we're going to open it up, and it's not going to cause any problems, and it won't cause your misfire or your lean codes. Okay. But at idle, the EGR valve is supposed to always close, and if it doesn't, it may give you the symptoms you just described. Okay. So why don't you pull the line off the EGR valve, the vacuum line off the EGR valve, plug it with an old pencil or a golf tee, and see if that fixes the problem you just described. 
Oh, you mean on uh, at idle? You mean when it's cold? Yes. When it when okay. you said it died and stalled sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that that would help you with that. But as far as the rest of it's concerned, somebody just has to go in there and find it. Now, once we determine it can see the range, then then we can go in and start doing stuff. We're going to take propane and we're going to spray propane in specific areas. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at the base of the EGR valve. We're going to look at the vacuum booster. We're going to pinch off the line of the vacuum booster. We're going to make. We're going to be able. And frankly. You're going to spend probably seventy-five to one hundred and twenty-five dollars to have someone tell you exactly what's wrong with your car. Okay, yep, and, it's beyond what be, I think I can do. I, I might yeah. just try EGR valves aren't that expensive. Maybe I just change it sometimes. No, 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 no! Don't change it. Don't. You're going to spend fifty, sixty, seventy dollars for nothing. Oh, I'm okay. trying to save you money. Okay. You can take the EGR valve off if you want. And you can open it with your fingers, and you can see the pentanyl inside, and you can clean it up with carb spray and a little wire brush and a toothpick. You can do all that, but don't go replace it. You're going to spend half of the diagnostic money. Well, that's why I'm calling you. Thank you. (laughs) And and (laughs) what part of town town are you in? Scottsdale and Road and 101. Okay, way north. Um, Air Park Auto. Um, right okay. off of Hay- Hayden and Rain Tree is a good shop. I know where they are. Yeah. Okay. And and you go in there, and this is what you say. I know better than to come here and ask you to diagnose a problem. But, but Mark Salem said that there's probably nothing you can do to find this problem, which is called waving the red flag in front of the bull. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a shot. Give me your parameters for your diagnostic, and I'm I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to hold you to the repair. So if you tell me it's something then I might want to do it myself, but I'm going to hold your feet to the fire, okay? So tell me what your parameters are for the diagnostic. Call me with uh, an estimate for, and a diagnosis for the repair. That's what you do. Got it. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Hey, thank Bob, you. You betcha. Bob, stay right there. We'll be right back right after this. Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle Right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, 
I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. This is Presley Reader, host of Aging in Arizona here on 960 The Patriot. And I want to invite you to an event in Scottsdale on Saturday, January 16th. McDowell Village, a premier senior living community located just east of Hayden on McDowell Road, is celebrating their 10-year anniversary and is inviting the entire valley to celebrate with them. The event will run from 9.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., includes a classic car show, two live bands, food trucks, and a kid zone with face painting, a balloon artist, a petting zoo, and more. And don't forget to tour the community itself. McDowell Village offers a sense of belonging like no other senior community I've seen, and they have both independent and assisted living services available. For more information, call McDowell Village at 480-970-6400. Again, that's 480-970-6400. The Seth Liebson Show, 10 p.m. to midnight, weekdays on 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody, for 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We're going to be here till noon, so another hour and 15 minutes. We've got Bob on the line. We've got four open ones, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, if you have a car question or car problem. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been in Mesa since 1970. They're also the only shop that has applied and passed the test to be a best car repair shop be on our our list of best car repair shops. They're the only one in Mesa. They're the only one that has applied and successfully passed the list. So they're at Stapley. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. They've been in Mesa since 1970. Brian and Thelma are a wonderful, they are wonderful human beings. They're honest, dependable, and we So, again, if you need car repair in Mesa, the only shop I recommend is Thompson's on Main Street, just east of Stapley. Bob, good morning to you, and thank you for holding. How can I help you? Uh, hi, Mark. Um, I've, we have a 2000 BMW uh, Roadster, and it's just a phenomenal car. We really like it. Uh, we, we're the second owner. Um, it's got 84,000 miles on it. For the last several months, the check engine light has been on. And uh, the only time that I've got it to go off is when we get on the freeway and we buzz along at about 75, then the check engine light goes off. But then my wife pretty much just puts around town, then the check engine light comes on. My question is, before I started throwing a bunch of parts at it, um, could you recommend a place that I could take it to to have it uh, diagnosed? Uh, yes. I do I do as much of the repairs as I can. I just need somebody to tell me what to replace if it needs to be replaced. Okay. And, 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 and let me just change the statement just a tad. Would you please diagnose what I need to clean or what I need to replace or uh-huh. what needs to be adjusted or what's what's the cause, specifically what's the cause of the check engine light coming on? It, it wouldn't make any difference to me in my diagnostic strategy or my diagnostic procedure that the thing goes off at high speeds, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm going to be able to answer that question once I figure out what's causing the light. <laughs> sure. And there's no sense in trying to answer the question before you know what causes the lights. So, And yes, I do. 
There's a place called Buyer Motor Works, B-E-Y-E-R, and it's, and it's actually BMW is the acronym, but Buyer Motor Works. It's out at the uh, Stellar Air Park on Chandler Boulevard in Chandler. He does BMW stuff, and I send him my tough BMW stuff. I just simply know that he is the very best. Not too long ago, I sent him a Roadster. I was shipping the Roadster to Washington, D.C. to follow a couple of my customers. They wanted the Roadster there because the husband worked there. God bless him, he worked there. Anyway, so they had a seat problem, and the repair was in the thousands of dollars. And so I called Buyer, and I, I talked to him, and I said, have you seen this before? Yeah. Is it really like a thousand bucks? No. Why? Well, they make some aftermarket parts that fix that seat. What is that? It's like 280. You're kidding. So you've seen it before. You can fix it, and people are happy. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I'm bringing the car to you. <laughs> You're going to make me a hero. And so that's what happens. So um, I, I would I would call them. They're worth the drive. I would plan on leaving it with them, and just giving them what you told me. You don't have the code and they're going to get the code, they're going to run parameters on it, they're going to run serial stream data, which is watching all the sensors work, and they're going to kind of figure this out. If you wanted to try something that wouldn't cost you any money, is this Roadster a stick shift? No, it's an automatic. Okay. I would manually put it in first gear, and I would do this Sunday morning, and I would do it on a freeway, and I would get look around make sure there's no policeman around and at the top of the ramp when no one's behind you and no one's in front of you I put that thing in first gear and I would tromp it to the floor after I warmed it up and at the red line just before the red line I'd pop it into second and then I'd pop it into third by the time you're at the end of the ramp you're probably doing 70 or so so I'd back off and then I'd, I'd get off at the next ramp I'd look around and I'd get back on and I and I would watch in my rearview mirror and I would see how much trash is coming out of the tailpipe and if you lay down a smoke screen that would make James Bond look happy, you just keep doing that till it quits. Don't go past the red line, and you can shift a little early from the red line so that you're not close to the red line, and you don't want to exceed the speed limit. But you want to do some hard acceleration and deceleration. So take it up to first gear, and then back off, and then back off. Do that a couple of times, and just watch the tailpipe. If there's a lot of trash coming out of the tailpipe, you might fix it that way. You might get a ticket, too, so be careful, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank um, you very much. Well, oh, go I, ahead. I, I live out near Sun City. Is there any place closer than Chandler that you could recommend? Yes. Uh, I'll send you to Action Auto, which is on Deer Valley and the I-17. He's on the northwest corner of Deer Valley in 17. He has a BMW certified technician. And I'll tell you what the conversation was between Tom and I. He told me a couple years ago, I just hired this kid. And he is just a wizard with BMWs. He says, I think I'd like to let the world know that I, I, I'm working on BMWs. And I said to him, why don't we wait to make sure that he is what he is? Why don't we give him a year or so? And let's make sure that he really does know, because technicians sometimes lie about their capabilities. Sure. So it's been three years, <laughs> and, okay. and he's still there. And I talk to Tom on a regular basis because he's a hunter and fisherman, and uh, and he's still pulling rabbits out of his hat, and he's still fixing BMWs. So the Deer Valley and the I-17 at Action Auto would be my second place. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for the help. 
Oh, you're welcome, Bob. Good luck to you. Okay. And you won't need it. You'll just need a good relationship with Action Auto, and they'll do a good job. So, 602-508-0960. Hey, Bob, another Bob. Good morning, Bob. How can I help you? Yeah, good morning, Mark. Bob, I'm Bob number two here, huh? Exactly, exactly. I have a 2007 Toyota 4Runner. And I've had this in numerous times to the Toyota dealer, and the problem is this. I'll be driving along, and I'll come to a stop, and I'll start start to accelerate out of that stop. You're usually making a corner, unfortunately. You can't imagine a, a leveler in a car, but anyways... I'll make the corner, I'll step on the gas, and the nose just drops to the ground, and it does absolutely nothing. The engine doesn't rev, it just dies for about three seconds and then takes off. Okay. So what you're, in, in, in real technical terms, the engine has fallen on its face. Exactly, yeah. And it's, uh, okay. it does it hot, it does it cold, it does it uh, mostly taking corners. You know, I come to a stop sign, I hit the stop sign. I'll get maybe just around the corner, almost to straighten out, step on the gas, and it's just nothing for about okay. three seconds and takes off. And that's dangerous in, in Phoenix, <laughs> as yeah. you know. Oh, no. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so this is what you need to do to lower your diagnostic cost, because okay. the question is this. Is this an ignition misfire problem, or is this a fuel delivery problem? Okay, let's work on fuel first. I need you to keep the tank or run the tank full and let it get as low as you dare, and I need to know if it makes any difference. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. I'm going to be flooding the tank with gas, and yep. so i got the fuel pump underneath the gas, and so the yep. gas is lubricating and cooling the pump, as oh. opposed to when you're down at an eighth of a tank when the pump's out there hanging by itself, and not oh. being cooled and lubricated. So I want to know if fuel t level in the tank changes the engine oh. falling on its face. Okay, it doesn't. Okay. I yeah, need you to... Okay. okay. Uh, well, okay, that's true. I, I usually keep the, the tank very full, okay? I don't let it go, okay. go low I know, but I want you to go. let it go low. I need to yeah. know if, it, if it's going to act up worse, because what happens if you say to me, Mark, when that thing gets below an eighth of a tank, it hardly moves out of its own way. Okay, all right. I mean, okay. that's important. That's I'm trying cool. to save you some money. Gotcha. The second okay. thing is, is, is on the fuel side, the second thing is, is on a good cold morning, mm -hmm. hop in it and pay attention and make lots of right and left turns when it, the engine is not yet warmed up. Yep. Because cold engines demand more fuel, and I'm looking for, on the fuel supply side here. So if you come in and say, in the mornings, it runs fine until it warms up, and then it starts falling on its face. That helps me. Mm -hmm. That helps me. Now, on the spark side, on the okay. spark side, are we sure this isn't a transmission problem? Let me ask you that. Well, yeah. Well, you know, that was that was really my thought. I, I know I I don't know all the computers and everything, but I've been tech for thirty years. But what <clears throat> what I th what my thought was that maybe something in the transmission was stumbling and trying to shift because it shifts into a gear pretty shortly after after starting up, okay, from a stop. Right. And, but, but I don't hear the engine racing. Uh, All right, so okay, 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 okay. All right, All right so it, let's go on the transmission side. Mm -hmm. I want you to manually shift the transmission. 
when it's when you know this is going to happen. So when you come to a stop, I want you to shift to low. I want oh. you to make your right turn, and I want you to go click in the second and click in the third. I want you to shift the transmission for the next two weeks. Okay. Then, if if it's still acted up, then I want you to overfill the transmission with a quart of oil. Okay, I'm I'm writing notes as best I can. Okay, I just want you to add a quart of oil to the transmission. Whatever it is, add a quart. Okay. I'm I, I, it's going to hold ten quarts, eight to ten quarts. I'm going to overfill it. Here's what I'm thinking. You're making a turn. I'm listening carefully to what you say. Yeah. You're making a turn. So yep. I'm thinking, I wonder, and the transmission is a hydraulic pump. It, and it, also, it, and happens, yeah, it also happens in, in straight, primarily on turns, correct? Okay. So if, if there is some kind of a leak where the transmission is no longer sucking 100% fluid and it gulps air, you'll temporarily have a hesitation. So by overfilling it a quart, I'm going to raise the fluid level in the transmission a little bit, and if it covers that air leak, you're going to say, wow, a quart of oil fixed this problem. Well, it didn't really fix the problem. It just told me what it was. Yeah, I think that, that, that sounds really good to me, that transmission with the overfill. Okay. Yeah. So just add a quart to it, okay? Yeah. I, I, I tell the tech at, at Toyota, you know, it, it, it's like there's a little level in there and says, okay, if I'm going to go right or left, and usually to the right is when it feels more, uh, and, you know, it, it's like this little lover in there says, okay, I'm going to shut, shut you down for three seconds and then keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, and, and see, here's the problem. Um, there are shops out there that just don't have the time or don't have the want or the need to send someone with you. Wait, There's lots of us out there. There's lot. Just a minute now. There's lots of us out there that are they're going to say unless you can duplicate it, unless you can show us what you're talking about, we're not taking your car in, because you can describe it all you want, but we need to see it, we need to feel it. So you get your butt out in the car. I'm going to send my my heavy duty line tech with you, and he's going to sit in the passenger seat, and you show him what you're talking about. You make it happen. That's what needs to be done. Do you know how I would determine whether or not the ignition system was falling on its face? I'd hook a little 12 volt light to the negative side of the coil and that's going to flash and that's because the coils being open and closed open and closed open and closed in thousands and thousands of times a minute so I'm going to sit there and look at the negative side of the coil with this little light bulb in my lap and and if you turn right and all of a sudden the light bulb goes out and then all of a sudden the light bulb comes on about the time the car takes off then I'm going to know it's an ignition system problem I'm going to know the secondary ignition system is down. I'm going to know there's a problem. A ground strap's come loose, or the coil's bad, or we're grounding something against the frame as you turn right, because when you turn right, the engine goes left. So that's that's what has to happen. You have to find somebody who's going to work with you on this, and not somebody you're going to talk to the service rider who's going to then talk to the dispatcher, then the dispatcher's going to talk to the shop foreman, and the shop foreman's going to talk to the technician. Do you really think that the, what you said to the service rider is going to get to the technician? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And it's okay. So, what part of town do you live in? I'm in Glendale, right up on 55th and Greenway. I'll tell you who I know. I know who could fix this. Oh. I, I mean, I know who could fix this as long as you'll take him for a ride. And Bob, um, over at uh, at Larry Harker's Auto, there's no question in my mind Bob could fix this. Where is it, Larry what? Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue in Indian School. He is one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met. H-A-R-K-E-R? H-A-R-K-E-R-S, Harker's Automotive. Okay, gotcha. And that's on All righty, good luck. Thanks. All right, good luck to you. Thank you very much.
All righty, 602-508-0960. We've got lines open. Excuse me, there's five of them, 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem. This is KKNT, The Patriot, 960 a.m. Every Saturday, 10 to noon, we'll be right here. This was a paid program and was provided for informational purposes only.